Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. From the free Odyssey app. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Everybody, better yeah. woods 973 the fan. The heart starts racing when you start to see hot Mike in the chat. Now, I don't think anything went out over the air, but we were talking about Thanksgiving, and I think I dropped an F bomb, which is not uncommon at all. Not we at all. We weren't on the air, though. <laughs> no, that's fine. It just is on the stream. Now it says we're muted. Okay, figure this out. ASAP. Let's see. I'm gonna unmute that. I'm gonna unmute that. I'm gonna unmute Ben. You don't need to unmute me. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. You can, can hear can me. Can they hear Hello. you? Okay. Hello. Are we Let's here? See. Donovan's got nothing. No audio on YouTube. What do we got here, Italian Paul? I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> good morning. Got it. Okay. They said you got it. Okay. Relax. Everybody. Good, good, good. All right. Let's start over. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Ben and Woods on 97.3. The Fan. Great to be here with you on this Monday, November 20th. Uh, you are listening to Ben and Woods. I am Woodsy. To my right is Frank Marchese. A.K.A. Italian Paul. I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, this guy's been working here for a long time. We dubbed him once Italian Paul because he's Italian and he was filling in for Paul. But I I don't want to take away from who he actually is as a human. Frank Marchese is his actual name. You don't want a pseudonym. You want to be known as Frank Marchese. 
like I said, I've got different names for whatever show I'm working, so it really doesn't matter. Who, what do they point. call you on the other shows? Oh, uh, Frank the Tank. Frank the Big Tank. Frank. Big it's Frank. Just, it's, it's all over. Okay. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. likes to call me Frank Monacazzi, so that's... Frank Monacazzi. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with the reference. Should I know that reference? No, there wasn't a reference. He just botched the name. He botched the name. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. All right, so, uh, but it's it's... Italian Paul, it's Frank, Italian Frank, if you will. Uh, ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here as well. Good morning to you, Benjamin. Does your mother call you Francis? No. No. Is Are your you name Francis? actually Francis? No. No. Just, he's okay. just a Frank. Just Frankie. Frankie. I like Frankie. Frankie that's it. Good morning, everybody. I uh, hope everybody had a really good weekend, and he's excited for the, uh, the feast week, Thanksgiving Day on Thursday, short week for most people. Uh, just three days for us. We'll be here today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, and then off for the four-day holiday weekend. So lots to get to, jam-packed three days when we're anticipating a new uh, Padres manager this week, Woods, as well. Yeah, we are. Um, you know, word around the campfire is that announcement could come down as soon as today and uh, maybe expect a media get-together and an introduction potentially tomorrow. Um, so and, and obviously excited to see who that is. We will cover that today uh, ad nauseum. Uh, by my calculations, Benjamin, we do have... Including today, only 21 shows left in the year of our Lord, 2023. 21 shows. So after today, we will have 20 shows left. That is only 80 more hours of original, fun, exciting content that we need to create in the next few weeks. Our uh, year will end, culminate with the Christmas and holiday extravaganza on December 20th. If you're new to the program and uh, you're here for sports, Probably in the wrong place anyway, but if you're new to the program and you don't know what I'm talking about, we do a four-hour Christmas show uh, the last day of our year. It's a blast, and we do nothing but talk about Christmas and celebrate Christmas and the holidays and uh, just a really fun way to to end our year. Um, Yeah, I I don't foresee anything major sports-wise coming up. hasn't really happened to us uh, in all the years we've been doing it, but each year it gets a little bigger. A little better, and uh, it's just a ton of fun. How was your weekend, Benjamin? Uh, my weekend was good. Uh, we had, um, let's see, I uh, had some nice golf uh, Saturday morning at the Goat, played in a tournament, had one of my better rounds of the year, which was Nobody cares about your round, always but... a lot of fun. And then we did roast night, uh, pre-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. I and love my parents' How house. How was the roast? It's delicious. Delicious meat, delicious potatoes, just what you want. Delicious wine. Delicious wine, courtesy of Woods, who had uh, shared it with my dad uh, last week and had a very nice Pinot Noir to go with everything. It was absolutely fantastic. Now, as tends to happen when my family gathers together, especially with my young nephews sitting around the table, we had to play um, guessing games just to kind of keep everybody entertained. And There's only so much of that we can we can handle like the game. Give me go- an example. All right. So um, let's say uh, everyone needs to come up with a food or beverage that starts with the letter B and you keep going around the table until you can't think of one. All right, let's there- play. Let's play. All right. You start and then we'll go around. Italian Paul, please uh, contribute here. All, All right. You ready to play? food or a beverage, beverage that starts, starts with, with the letter, letter B. B. All right. Broccoli. Beer. Bratwurst. Brazil nuts. Um... Boba tea. Beer. I just well, said you're, you're out. out. You're out. You weren't paying attention. I'm, I'm trying out. to fix audio issues nah, over done. here. Bacon. Uh, Brussels sprouts. Um, uh, beef on Weck. Beef Wellington. Oh, no. Now we're going to get into all <laughs> the beefs. This was the problem with the game. Slight repeats were allowed. Um, 
Baked beans. Bacon. Yeah, I did bacon. You did. Oh, you win. Right. Son of a... I win. That sounds terrible. I know. It sounds <laughs> absolutely terrible. You don't do the kids' table and put them off in the... Off in the distance no, somewhere? No, we were all at the same table. But they were entertained, and they were very well-behaved, so I guess it worked. Then we did athletes, starting with S. <laughs> They're big sports fans, too. So. Sean Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. I started just going with golfers. Siwoo Kim. <laughs> what a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah, we're, we've got that bit going on Thursday. I, I, I had spent a lot of time around the kids uh, this weekend. My folks are in town, too, and it's been great because... They have no problem just grabbing the kids and going. And uh, had a little time, more time to ourselves, Hannah and I. Got a lot of stuff done to prepare for Christmas, to prepare for Thanksgiving. We went to, on our big date day uh, out to Vaughn's the other day and did some shopping together. Got everything we needed. And uh, now, you know, this week's going to be pretty chill. They're going to be here through Friday. Uh, but it's nice. It's nice to have them here. They got to come to Bo's. Last T-ball game yesterday. Last game of the season. The championship. Yeah, the fall ball uh, culmination. We don't really keep score. Course, yeah. We don't really keep records. But in our eyes, we were champions. So I was talking. Our buddy Mazone uh, joins us this morning. Andrew Mazone, he was here. He wanted to come by and hang out. Uh, good morning, Mazone. Good to see you. He's also a coach. So I was asking him. I said, bro, I feel a little weird because this is now the second year in a row where I have absolutely uh, just broken down at the uh, award ceremony for my little leaguers. And I don't know what it is. Like, first of all, we get to the restaurant. We're at Corner Pizza, Ben, on Lucadia. Delicious place. Good choice. And the kids are all being nightmares. And I'm looking around going, God, you guys are insane. There's 12 kids running around like banshees. And I'm like, all right, we just got to get this thing going. And then everyone can go on their way. Then they all sit around. All right, boys, it's trophy time. Come on around. And they sit down, and they're all just staring up at me. First time of the day and night that they're quiet because they want their trophy. Yeah. And I do. I got to go through all the players and, you know, do a little superlative. And I make it through the first one, and I can feel it start to rise. And I get through the second one, and I feel it. I'm like, oh, God. By the time I get to the third one, I'm like, I go on for a minute. And I just lose it every single year. I can't get through it. I'm going to have to send a proxy next year. Like, here's what I want to say. You read it for me. I get so choked up. I can come do that for you. You, you know, yeah, you wouldn't cry a lick. No, not a bit. But it was, uh, it's just the sweetest, man. And, you know, you see these kids, and many of them have, I've never, they've never played for me. And when they come out to the field, you're like, you look at them and you go, oh boy, this is going to be a lot of work. You watch their first practice and you go, Okay, this is uh, this is gonna be really tough. And then you see how they played yesterday, and how they knocked the cover off the ball. How they talk and communicate and make plays, and you see their, and you realize you had something to do with it, and you realize how much they love the game, and how much they, you know, they want to be on your team next year, and how much you know they now are all in on baseball, and it's too much for me to take. And I just melt down. And all the dads and moms are looking at me. And I'm like, hang on one second. It's the worst. It's the, I, I, don't, I look to my wife. I go, I knew I was going to do this. I can't do this anymore. You need to make me the assistant coach or something because I literally can't get through the speech. But they're such good kids. Our parents are incredible. Uh, let me shout out my team real quick. Just ahead, first yeah. names. I want to thank all of uh, my little guys on the Bulls this Mikey, year. Mikey, Ricky, Davey, Terry, Tom. Yeah, yeah Mikey, Ricky, Demi. It's, uh, we got Blake and Brixton and Carson and Dean and George and Jackson and Jesse and Bo and Luca and Mason and Ryan and Wyland. 
These kids were awesome. And I, I saved Bo for last to give him his award, which is the dumbest thing I can do. And I'm like, get two words in, and I just start sobbing. He jumps up. He's crying. I'm like, he's just like his old man. I'm like, this is the worst idea. I told Did him, you have to moderate a little bit? You didn't want to go over the top for Bo compared to the other kids you to know, keep it fair? Or? I, I did. Keep, I gave him the yeah. gold glove again because he, the dude picks it. Like he picks, he just picks it. He can play defense like nobody's business. He really can. It's not a tend to be a level where you see a ton of spectacular defense. And he usually. can pick. He picks picks it all. Picks it all. He's great and hustles. And so I, yeah, there's about four awards I would give my own kid, but I can't very well get up there and be like, and the MVP of the Bulls Once is Bo Woods. <laughs> like it's the definition <laughs> of daddy ball. The definition. So, but man, he's got competition. Man, we had some really really good players and. It just it just breaks me every single year, and it's really really fun. Uh, and the parents are amazing. So shout out to all my little guys. I can't wait to see you again. But not now, in the way that we shout out other people. No, no, not no. to their family. Shout out in shout a, a shout out in a good way. Um, but now my Sundays, I'm I'm freed up again, and I'll you know come next Sunday, I'll be like, oh man, this kind of sucks that I don't get to go out and coach. But um, you know, enjoy the downtime between seasons because the next well football's coming. The soon, next so. season's going to be yeah. on you before you even know it. But it's so. just awesome. I love it so much. I wish I could make if I could make doing that what I make here. I would quit. Just so you know. I would just be a T-ball coach. Well, I mean, now that Craig Council's kind of up the uh, <laughs> yes. up the pay scale for baseball coaches everywhere, I'd assume T-ball coaches will be soon getting four or five hundred grand a year. Well, they all the parents say how much they like me. Well, <laughs> let's let's see how much. Let's put your money where your trickle, mouth is. Trickle down effect, right? I mean, if the top manager now in baseball gets he eight, makes eight million, million. T-ball coaches have got to get at least six figures minimum, right? You pay me. You pay me what I'm making here. I quit tomorrow, and I dedicate myself full-time to coaching your children. All right? Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Paul. Sorry to the Tier 1s. That's my life's passion is, uh, is coaching. And it, I just I have so much fun doing it. So it was really it was really special. My parents got to be there too, and you know watch me coach and watch Bo play. It was a really special day. I know for a fact you can be both the coach and on the radio at the same time. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm being stretched a little thin. I just feel like I'm stretched. Now there's a, proof of it in our midday slot. That's you can true. Be both the coach and on the radio. That so. is true. Uh, we got a uh, we got a busy Monday what show is happening. Mostly with that was just me. That, um, was me. that was me. Everything that's going on uh, in baseball. I've got trade rumors for you. The Padres made a whole bushel of kind of low-level moves since our last show on Friday, including some non-tenders, some minor league signings, adding some depth to the team. And a, I thought a pretty savvy move. By and an AJ interesting Prowler. trade. I really I, did. I definitely want to get into that. So we'll start there. I uh, got to get into the Aztecs game last night. If you stayed up to watch it, uh, they won and then they blew it. And then they won again against Washington in Las Vegas last night in the final game of the Continental Tire main event. So talk a little college hoops as well. Of course, a whole football weekend, college and NFL. We should have no shortage of things to talk about here on a Monday. Got Italian Paul in for Paul Rindel, who is, um, I'm guessing, sleeping it off right now. Yeah, he texted us last night. He was a little bit saucy. Yeah, a little bit late, and he's in Denver still. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, it's Ben and Woods. Let's get our first check of traffic with Kelly Danick, and then we were off and rolling. Woodsy with the Daily Diddy selection coming up next here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Cornell covering Led Zeppelin. Thank you. Just typing that into the chat for everyone. Paul usually oh, does that every day. So I'm trying to help out Italian Paul. Guy's a little frazzled over there. Don't be. You're doing your, great. Uh, your camera is pointed at a pole, so that's on you. And we are back here with Ben and Woods uh, on a Monday morning on 97.3 The Fan. Want to start with um, the Padres news that we got on Friday uh, pretty shortly after we were off the air. Uh, the final day to non-tender candidates on your roster that you didn't want to go to arbitration with this off season. And Such a funny uh, term, non-tender. It is a funny term. <laughs> it's very. It just makes me laugh every time I hear. Had to go into the closet. It's been a while since I have dusted off the Colonel's uniform. Oh. <laughs> Holy cow, it does look and, good. And bring it back. But, Colonel uh, Budget is Colonel here. Budget is in full effect right now for your San Diego Padres who are s- saving money all over the place. What did you think, Colonel, of, of the the brilliant war strategy uh, impl- deployed by one A.J. Preller and Well, and let's company. see. The, uh, the non-tenders, uh, the big two, of course, were Tim Hill and Austin Nola, uh, who were both uh, cut adrift, set loose into the world of free agency, I think the uh, decision on Nola was probably a, a little bit easier than the decision on Tim Hill, but obviously uh, Tim didn't have a great year last year and, and finished uh, dealing with the injury, which um, that, I made it a little tougher to commit the kind of, I mean, just a few million, but the few million he would have gotten in arbitration to bring him back. If you are looking to reduce payroll, seems like that's a way to go. Padres also non-tendered. Taylor Colway and Jose Espada. So that was the foursome who didn't receive contracts off the 40-man roster, clear some spots, clear a little bit of money going forward, but obviously leaving the Padres with 
a hole right now it, behind the plate, especially. Um, you know, I don't know that Austin Nola was ever in the plans for next year, but with Gary Sanchez currently a free agent as well, you've got well, you've got Luis Camposano, and that's pretty much it at this point. Um, Brett Sullivan, you can bring back Brett Sullivan. I don't know that there's any thought that he's a full time major league backup catcher at this point. So. Seems like that is one area where absolutely A.J. Preller is going to have to address this offseason. Catching depth uh, is now fairly thin, at least uh, at the big league level. Of course, you know, Ethan Salas is sitting there, but I, I can't imagine even on the fastest of fast tracks that that he's going to be anywhere near the big leagues in the next, uh, you know, two years at this point. He will be at spring training. You will see him with the... Best you will see him with the upper echelon. I would imagine very much. Yeah, and we I, saw him last year. We saw him last year playing in spring training games. Why not give him? You know, why not give him a, a little bit of a look just to see how he handles himself? They, I, I, by all accounts, he has p- passed every benchmark that they've given him with flying colors. I mean, everything he's done at every level he's been at, um, he's passed with flying colors. They're going to continue to progress along. Last thing you want to do is hinder any sort of development by him. So I know they have a plan for him in place, Ben. I will say, man, when the news came down about Tim Hill, I understand, we all understand, baseball is a business, and it is not always a, a, a great business. It's If you're in the, a good position, it's a fantastic business. There's no better business to be in. You know, Aaron Nola this morning. Talk about a, a tale of, of, of you know, two stories in the NOLA household. Austin NOLA, out of a job. Aaron NOLA, huge, huge deal with the Philadelphia Philadelphia Phillies to stay. Um, just a, It's just a tough business. And I will say this, man, about Timmy Hill. You know, there were so many times when I'm like, oh, thank God we're going to Tim Hill, and he's going to get us out of this jam. And he did. He did over and over and over. Um, last year was a really tough one for him. Nothing looked good. You know, everything was floating up there. Couldn't He would lose the zone from time to time. I know he got injured, had surgery. Just a tough year all around. I will say this, though. It can't go without saying every single event that the Padres did, that dude was at. That guy loved being here. He loved being a part of this team. He loved being a part of this community. And he gets a ton of respect from a lot of people for that. Um not necessarily the best reason to keep guys on your roster when you're trying to compete, but man, I think you know he's really tight with a lot of guys on the squad. It's it's a it's a it's not a seismic loss by uh, by any means. You can replace his production certainly, but hard to find a guy like that that that's that committed to the team and the city. And I love Tim Hill, and I wish him nothing but the best. I agree. Um, certainly hoping that uh, he lands somewhere and has a good season. I, it's the kind of guy that. I mean, if he was still making close to the minimum, he's a no-brainer, no-brainer. That, you, that you keep around in your bullpen. But once you know those arbitration numbers start to kick in and get to that second and third year of arbitration, and you know those numbers only go up, they don't go down. You just have to make some tough decisions in Major League Baseball, and, and this was one of them. As the Padres are trying to to get that uh, salary level down a little bit, so Austin Nola, Tim Hill, Taylor Colway, and Jose Espada get non-tendered. Padres did uh, make an addition as well on the minor league level yesterday, signing shortstop Mason McCoy uh, to a minor league deal. Twenty-eight year old made his major league debut with the Blue Jays in August. Beyond that. I know very little about Mason McCoy other than uh, what Dennis Lynn tweeted that he'll get a chance to compete on a minor league invite to spring training for depth job in the infield this year. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have 
plenty of depth in the infield, I, I think. Um, but, you know, uh, as as it's been the case lately, A.J. Preller sees a shortstop he likes. He goes out and gets him, and there was saw something in him to bring him in. You know, low risk, obviously. Uh, don't, you know, I don't, I don't know this guy from Adam, but I, I don't expect much. Um, but, you know, you never know. You never know what could happen. Uh, let's save their, their, I'd say, biggest move for, yeah. for the next segment, Ben. Um, I, I thought this move that they made on Friday night was a very savvy one, and there's a few different reasons why. Um, Scott Barlow going to the Guardians for uh, former Padre, Padre Eniel de los Santos. And uh, I can remember, uh, old enough to remember when he was traded for Freddie Galvis to the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Let's talk about that move. I thought it was a good one. I think it's going to bear a lot of fruit. For the San Diego Padres, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to that in a, in a couple of minutes. Uh, as long as we were talking about the non tenders, I did want to mention sixty three players were non tendered around Major League Baseball. The biggest name of all of them, big one, was Brandon Woodruff of the Milwaukee Brewers. And I've just got to say, uh, we know how good Brandon Woodruff is, but he was going into his last season of team control with Milwaukee, and with surgery, he had surgery. I think was it shoulder. Surgery, I think. It wasn't TJ, was it? Yeah, it wasn't TJ, but it was something that was possibly made him, could have been out for the season. And it's so hard to give a guy, well, we can give you, what was it going to be? Somewhere like eight, seven, eight million dollars, at least for Brandon Woodruff, not knowing if he's going to pitch at all this year. And then he becomes a free agent at the end of the year. It's a situation where if you're the Brewers, you either have to sign him to one of those Mike Clevenger Clevenger, type deals where you pay him for two years, knowing you're only going to get the one because there's really no point in signing him to a tender contract season. When you think there's a good chance he's not going to play for us at all. We're just, we're just giving, we're just giving money away at that point. We'd always re-sign him next year if he wants to come back. But uh, that was the biggest name left on the, uh, Left on the sidelines this weekend of the 63 around Major League Baseball that were uh, were non-tendered. So the Padres aren't the only one looking to shed some salaries around baseball right now. No, I think there's a lot of teams that are going to be looking to do that. Yeah, he was uh, projected to make in the neighborhood of $12 million. 12 million. So you, you pay him 12 He had the anterior capsule right. in his throwing shoulder. Uh, it Like it says, it doesn't have a timetable. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says it puts his 2024 in jeopardy. In so, jeopardy. So that's that's $12 million for a guy that may or may not pitch. Uh, but I think, you know, some team out there is going to want Brandon Woodruff sitting there in reserve. I, well, I mean, I would say that if you, you sign him, you know, gamble on a multi-year, like a two-year deal, like a Clevenger deal, knowing even if he doesn't pitch this year, we'll have him for the following year. Or you wait around, you know, a couple of months and see how the rehab's going, and then you sign him for the second half of the season if he's coming back. Yeah, that's possible. You could wait and do that. And and Brandon Woodruff might be smart to do that because if he's coming along well, he might be able to sign for more than he would right now with such uncertainty uh, hanging over his health going into the season. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough for him, man. He's a really, really good player and came back from injury last year and had a really solid, like, last nine or ten starts and got hurt, what, on the eve of the – Eve of the postseason is when he went down. He was in tears and doing a press conference. So somebody's going to snatch him up at some point. He's too good to just sit on the shelf all season. All right, this hour of Ben Woods is brought to you by Jack in the Box. Don't you hate it when you wake up and realize you've missed breakfast by only a few minutes? At Jack, breakfast has no limits. For only four fifty, you can make any time breakfast time when you get two of the new breakfast bagels with freshly cracked eggs and melting American cheese on a toasted bagel. We'll come back, talk about that trade, which started with me going, what on earth are the Padres doing? And kind of ended with me going, what on earth are the Guardians doing? When we come back with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valente Fridays at 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan as they preview all the weekend's action headlines as well. Catch it on the Odyssey app presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. I need to thank Dan Campbell and his Detroit Lions for saving my survivor. Barely. Selection with two touchdowns and a safety in the last three minutes. To rally from 12 points down against the Chicago Bears yesterday. That would have been an ugly loss for the Lions. Instead, they're now 8-2 and two for the incredible. first time since the JFK administration. Yeah, the Lions, um, then I saw something else. The Lions and Browns are both at least 7-3 and three for the first time since the 60s in the same season. So, <laughs> hey, the, the bottom ha- all rises to the top. You wait long enough, the teams that were the saddest of sacks sometimes rise to the top of the food chain, and uh, they're doing that in the NFL. But we want to get into that Padres trade that happened over the weekend, an interesting move that certainly has some some upside and some reasoning behind it. We'll do that right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. All right, so when the Padres announced the trade of Scott Barlow to the Cleveland Guardians, and was that on Friday as well? It was, like Friday evening. Friday, late in the day. I thought, oh, this is... Ah, this is not good. I, I it felt dumped like you felt like, oh, here we go. They picked right? up Scott Barlow, of course, at the trade deadline last year to beef up the bullpen. And what seemed like an insurance policy against Josh Hader likely leaving in free agency at the end of the year. Yes, you have Robert Suarez as your closer in waiting, but he's he's unproven. He was coming off some injuries. And Scott Barlow had done it and done it well. 
for a couple of years for the Kansas City Royals and had a, one year of team control left. So you thought, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Padres pick him up, actually pitched better with the Padres at the end of the season, getting with uh, Ruben and, and his crew. Things looked pretty good. I felt solid about Scott Barlow being a, a late-inning type option for the Padres in 2024. So when they traded him to the Cleveland Guardians, before I even kind of saw the return, my, my heart sunk a little bit going, man, I, I knew they were shedding salary, but I didn't know it was going to be this bad. I didn't know that they were just going to give away Scott Barlow. They were talking about non-tendering him. There was reports in the media last week. Maybe he wasn't even to get it tendered. I'm going, that's not making your team better. I understand non-tendering Tim Hill and Austin Nola, guys who really may not have roles, and there's no reason to overpay for players who are not producing. But Scott Barlow was going to have a role with this team, and while – Maybe he was going to be overpaid a little bit. He would also help you win games, get to the playoffs, and hopefully maybe, you know, get to a World Series. So when they traded him, my first thought was, oh, no, what is going on here? Are things much, much worse than I was led to believe? And then I saw the return, and I read about who the Padres were getting back, and uh, old friend, pitcher Eniel De Los Santos, who had been in the Padres organization in the past, and I looked at the numbers, and I looked at his salary, and I started going, why on earth are the Cleveland Guardians doing this deal? We traded uh, we traded Scott Barlow for a much cheaper, much more durable Scott Barlow, in my opinion. Eniel De Los Santos, knock on wood, everybody, uh, one of the more durable players in Major League Baseball. He's never been on the I.L. at one time in his career. Never, never once been on the I.L., which is nuts for a pitcher. These days, throws <clears throat> 95, 96 miles an hour. Um, and was a really, really good player for them. And you saved yourself about $6 million bucks, and you got more years of control. I looked at this, and I went, that's the A.J. Preller that I know and love right there. That move right there is, in my opinion, a very savvy move for pretty comparable numbers. Um, I have no issue with this, but I, I agree. When I, saw it come, when I saw it come down, Ben, I went, oh, God, oh, boy, here we go. Time to start unloading. Uh, I liked this deal a lot, and uh, hopefully we continue to like this deal. He's going to be, a, a, if healthy, and he's always healthy, knock on wood, it's going to be a great addition to the back of the bullpen. Now, uh, you know, the velocity is still there. Yep. High 90s, Eniel uh, De Los Santos. There Now, there is work to be done. Sure. He's far from a perfect relief pitcher, and uh, while he was quite good against righties, his numbers against lefties were not were, were not good. Just didn't didn't seem to have it. So it's something that obviously the Padres maybe they saw something in in film. You know, looking at a guy going, yeah, I think we, I think there's something we can do here that we can make him more effective against lefties. If he if he is, he becomes a quality you know back end type seventh eighth inning reliever for the San Diego Padres. Very little money too. Um, Very and, little yes, money. Yes, and you're saving. A bunch of salary, and there was no there was no guarantee that Scott Barlow was going to have a good season right. for you next year as well. So so ultimately, good move. It, it felt like a pretty decent move that I was surprised because my initial reaction was like, "Oh no, this is not this is not good news." But it's definitely, I think it's a move that most teams would make if they were presented with that opportunity. Now, argue it and argue it on the other side. If you're the Cleveland Guardians, 
What, uh, you, what are you, you looking at? You there? say well, now we've got a guy with closing experience. He closed for the Royals. We know him. We've seen him a lot. You know, in same division. division. Like yeah. we know what Scott Scott Barlow brings to the table. Um, fits in. You know, fits in the back end of their bullpen as well. Seems like a Cleveland Guardian. If we're being honest, he looks like a Cleveland Guardian. Uh, he's got good stuff. You know, can can close out games if you need it. So they've got who's their guy? They got Class A. Like he just helps make their bullpen deeper and and longer and gives them length and that's that's what. But you that's want. also a, a cost conscious organization. It is. It yeah, is. That's that was one of the other things. I'm going. Yeah, I mean, I I can see a spend happy team going. Hey, let's go with the veteran guy. It's just a, a few million more. The Guardians though have already you know they shed Cal Quantrill's salary for a few million. A, a guy that I think a lot of teams would have been interested in. Well, that and, but, and know, yet they pick up Scott Barlow. The thing about them, is, you know, starting pitchers and relief pitchers are different. They may love what they have coming up and saying. Cal is probably going to be pushed out anyway, and we don't really need to spend that much money for a spot starter slash long reliever when he, we can get rid of him, save the money, and go to another team and probably slot in their rotation. They they always develop pitching. Barlow Cleveland. could also be a valuable piece if they're not in a playoff race flip. to flip in the middle of the season no and save a few million and you pick up a nice prospect. So that's both sides of the trade that the Padres uh, pulled off on Friday. There will be more trades coming this offseason. There's no doubt oh, about yeah. it. Um, and Jim Bowden from The Athletic had a couple of tidbits this morning about potential Padres trades. He was kind of going through a mailbag and was asked about what the Padres might be able to get back for Juan Soto. Any, anything close to what they, they traded? And the answer, obviously, is no. Here's what, here's what he wrote. Tell me if you, you agree about this. Soto has one more year of team control before he becomes a free agent. If the Padres trade him this offseason, it's realistic to think in a best-case scenario they'd be able to acquire an average major league player a top three to seven prospect, and that would be ranking within an organization, not like a top prospect in all of baseball, a top 12 to top 15 prospect, and maybe even a top 35 to top 40 type prospect. Of course, the return depends on the strength of the other team's farm system. It's a top 10 farm system, and the Padres would probably not get that much in return. It's a bottom 10 farm system. They would probably get even more. Now, remember, the Padres gave up one of their top three prospects, two of their top five prospects in in C.J. Abrams, uh, or you could say he was a major leaguer at the time, and James Wood, and a couple of other higher-end top 10 to 15-type prospects in that trade uh, to the Washington Nationals. So that would be a big drop-off in return. Does that feel like anything you'd pursue? No, it, it just, no, would no, you just no. rather have one year of Juan Soto as opposed I- to that style of return? that Jim Bowden thinks the Padres could get? I'd rather have one more year of Juan Soto, try to get into the playoffs, try to make a playoff run, re, you know, rake in that playoff cash that the other teams did, the, the, the playoff cash that you were hedging your season on, right? If we made the playoffs this year and went on a run like we did last year, we're not having these conversations right now. TV deal be damned. We're just not. I, I What owner was it that came out recently? Oh, the Diamondbacks owner. <laughs> like, like, his quotes were so funny to me because he knew, yeah, if we make the playoffs, we get a little bit of, bit of a windfall. For him to come out and say, I, I knew we were going to make some money, but I had no idea we were going to make this kind of money. We are going to actually go out and spend some now. That's what you do with Juan Soto. You do not trade him for a for a team's number three and a guy that 
is major league ready-ish, right? But you're also not going to get six guys that are ready to go and return. That's a that's a fool's errand to think that way. And, you know, I, I'm bullish, and we need to get him and him and this guy and this outfielder and this catcher and these two pitchers and this reliever. It's not going to happen. Nobody's going to do that for a rental with no guarantee of him signing a long-term deal there. So, you know, I, I think you play it out with Juan Soto. You eat the $33 million, You figure out a way to do it. And let the chips fall where they may. And you try to go on a run, and then you try to resign them at the end of the year. But if not, you get that draft pick, and it sucks. But I don't think – is there anybody out there, if you make a run with Juan Soto, or at least attempt to, is there anyone that's going to be, hey, hey, tested free agency, and the Red Sox paid him $700 million? Sayonara, man. See you later. You know, we'll take our, we'll take our draft pick and, and be on our way. The other player that uh, Bowden, the former GM, addressed was Hassan Kim. Got a note from someone who – Thought he'd be a perfect fit for the Boston Red Sox uh, in their infield. And here's what Bowden wrote about Hassan Kim. There's no doubt that second base priority for the Red Sox. They've already engaged in trade talks with the Reds about Jonathan India and with the Yankees regarding Glaber Torres. Yes, Kim would be a perfect fit for Boston, especially coming off a career best season. Unfortunately for the Red Sox, San Diego is not looking to move him since he will only make $8 million next season. However, every player is available at the right trade price and offer second base prospect Nick York and a controllable starting pitcher who could help the Padres right now, such as Tanner Houck. Perhaps Preller would consider it. It's an interesting one to me. I, I, I don't know. The thing is, is like I can't wrap my head around what he's going to command in the offseason in, in, you know, for free agency. I would imagine if he continues Hassan on... Kim on the open market. Yeah, what, if he has what, any season similar, similar to, to what he had season, last and, year. And which would be four seasons in a row of continuing to improve on the Gold Even glove. if he doesn't improve this year. It just stays the same. He stands to, to get a fairly massive payday sure. as, a, as a Gold Glove defender who can play all over the infield, shortstop, third, second, wherever you want to put him. Power numbers that are certainly respectable enough now. Uh, how many home runs did he finish with last year? What did he 15, have? 16, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, you know, speed, stolen bases. I mean, you're getting a lot of good things with Ha Sung Kim at this point that's going to be a valuable. Yeah, 17 bombs. 17 home runs, yeah. It's going to be a valuable commodity in free agency. He's definitely, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to speculate what it would be like a five-year, hundred million dollar type deal. Like, is he a twenty million dollar a year player in this uh, you know new baseball economy? It's almost not a six-war player last year. Yeah. for the Padres and and I you know obviously again you, you don't the fan favorite thing is great and it's great. You want to make sure that he fits into the 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 future of your team and you've already committed so much money, Ben to. And and length to guys like Jake Cronenworth, um, and and guys like Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado. I mean, three fourths of your infield is locked down uh, for years and years to come. Those, those are tough. Those are tough to swallow. You know, when you when you would have to move a piece like Hassan Kim because you maybe extended a Cronenworth too early. Sometimes you just got to ride with what you got. I, I don't want to trade Hassan Kim at all, but he's pretty valuable. Pretty valuable uh, on the on the trade block right now. Uh, and if you're going to do it, I think this is the offseason to do it I for mean, him. Right now, the track record for the Padres of guys who are approaching free agency, getting better as they approach yeah. free agency, not a bad thing. You want your players to be good, but the timing certainly favors the player over the Padres. Manny Machado, one year before an opt-out, 
all of a sudden, you know, has an MVP type season. Hassan we- Kim, now one year away from free agency, continues on his upward trajectory. Juan Soto, now one year from free agency, is coming off. You know, his best couple of months as a Padre, it makes these decisions really, really hard for the San Diego Padres. When was the last time we traded someone at their peak? Like, at, at their, like, we looked at it, we analyzed it, we said, he's probably, this is probably the most we're going to get from him. Let's be smart. Got a year left on his deal. Let's flip him now. Let's get something in return. Do you trust the return that you're going to get? Hopefully Scott Barlow. <laughs> Potentially Scott Barlow. I mean, that's what we're talking about, man. At this point, like, I don't know. I, I think, you know, we've, we've committed to Cronenworth. They committed to him. I hope, I hope he has a great season next year. I hope he does. I hope he's healthy. You know, the, the injury last year, never really got a, never had a chance to get back on track. Never really was on track at all. Uh, last season, jockeying between two different positions. If you're going to trade Hassan Kim, Jake Cronenworth's your second baseman, and you ride. You know, you ride with him, uh, and that's what you have to. You commit. This isn't my opinion. You did this. You signed these guys to long-term deals. This isn't Ben and Woods' theory. You made the commitment to him. If that's the case, and you're not going to pay Hassan Kim long-term, you almost have to trade him at this point. This jumbled infield of. Oh, let's just throw him at first and see if that works. Let's put him here. I mean, these guys are valuable players, and you you made your choice when you extended Jake Cronenworth. Of you course, made it. Of course, Blake Snell, uh, you know, had a tremendous walk season, a second Cy Young award, and uh, with uh, Aaron Nola's deal of seven years and one hundred and seventy-two million dollars, kind of setting the market for free agent pitching. You can pretty much go off of that as to as to what Blake Snell is going to be asking for. I mean, most. Most projections had those two guys getting something similar. I, I'd say a few had Nola getting a little bit more, a few had Snell getting a little bit more, but you know Scott Boris is not going to settle for pretty much anything less than he's seen someone else get for his two-time Cy Young Award winner. So if you're looking at you know seven years, $180 million for Blake Snell, that seems like an, an awfully high price to pay at this point for Blake Snell. I'm not saying that... It's impossible he's coming back, but I'm pretty much saying it's impossible that he's coming back yeah. right now for the San Diego Padres. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that as well. Um, Nola, I really thought he was going to be uh, an Atlanta Brave. I really did think that that was Alex Anthopoulos was going to get that done. And apparently, apparently, and I know Italian Paul is going to talk about it in the uh, Italian Paul report, uh, as it were, but... Apparently, he turned down more money. The guy loved playing in Philly. I'm not going to take that away from him, but it does kind of shoot our shoot some holes in our theory. Sometimes we're like, guys are going to take the biggest contract they get. Not always. They're not always going to do it. Trey Turner didn't do the it. Philly the Philly is discount a real is a thing. Now. now that you want to talk about the <laughs> Philly discount, that that is real. And the Braves are able to do that as well and get guys. You know, they buy out their arb years and sign them to team friendly deals, and they're they're trying to build a uh, a dynasty out there in Atlanta and in Philly. So. I know he had a huge sigh of relief when he got that offer and said, oh, this is plenty. I'm absolutely staying here. Got a game of Take on Woods coming up. Chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. And speaking of Vegas, always smart to bet on red and black in the Sin City. Indeed. Talk about the Aztecs. You were waiting for that one. Win coming up next here on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 